Welcome to Go Home Heat, a sports entertainment podcast. Heavy on the entertain. No. <laughs> no. What? This one's about raw. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I don't. I, sometimes I give advice to people on how to live their lives and be happier. It's yeah. it's never really uh, like people don't ask for it, but you know why not? If you're going to watch Raw, we've told you before, and I'm, I advocate for watching Raw. I'm conditioned to watch Raw, but there is nothing wrong with waiting an hour and watching it and fast forwarding through the commercials, the reviews of what happened last week, and it, some it of the BS. It does make it more palatable. Dude, well, I work on Mondays for the last couple of weeks, so it has totally helped me watch it because I'm, yeah. I'm taking the sucker in in about an hour 30, you know? Yeah, that's my, yeah, if you can get it down to an hour and a half, it's not bad. Right. Because you can just, like, that's going to be terrible. I uh, <laughs> saw that. I watched that show last week. Yep, saw that. Yeah, 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 right, right. Wasn't that good the first time? Speaking of which, we start out. Alexa Bliss highlights of... The Ultimate Warrior throwback segment where Lily has terrified Bliss, who is not at work today. I guess she got some kind of I'm scared day off. Um, Bliss is talking. You mean Shayna? Yes, I'm sorry. Shayna got the day off. Bliss is what in her. Shayna l- comes back and she's the warrior. Well, that'll save this. <laughs> I, just joking. I was kind of joking, but if the if the end goal of this. Is to turn. If they do a thing where they kind of turn Shayna Baszler into a, you know, like her into like a killing machine or something like that, like a slasher movie kind of a villain. You'll take I it. Buy into that. I'll take that. If this, that's the whole result of this. But they need to get there. They well, need to get there quicker. For the, I need, I need more than this. For the slashing thing, she can steal Drew's sword. Yes. We, we we have all the compartments for a good program right here. Guys, We uh, just a reminder, we are in the middle of a tropical storm. So the, the this is a call-in because, you know, it's a little tough for us to drive around. And if you hear thunder in the background, I don't have gas. Uh, no. Naya, Naya does – I thought that Bliss did good here as Naya acts offended about all this. And they used to be friends, as everybody knows. They were on – uh, the Divas show together, and they had like a couple of famous fights, bats on that. You wind up where um, when she says, hey, you know, we used to be friends, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, Bliss says, I- I'm offended by that. You know, the lies you're putting on me, you know, I- we were never friends, <laughs> which I thought was clever. And then when, when yes. Bliss acted like she was breaking down and apologizing and then she started laughing and said, just kidding, I accept your challenge for tonight. I thought all that was done pretty well. Um, the common thread through the show is the heavyweight title picture. You have Drew, MVP, Lashley, the Hurt Business, and however Kofi plays into that. To me, the interesting part is how Kofi plays into it. Um, Charlotte is in is ready to do a promo after the Bliss thing. We will have uh, she. I think Charlotte does well on her promo, and then she goes out. And again, we have it. I'm going to go through this whole women's championship program at one time, just so I we, like that. Just so yeah. we can understand what we're doing. We've taken four of the great, three of the acknowledged great workers, and Nikki Cross was like a terrifying presence in NXT. 
Oh yeah. And she was a buzzsaw here in on the main roster for a while. And we've taken these four people and we've had Nikki cause because Charlotte's going to go out there and fight here, and then she's going to Rhea's going to come out again, and Charlotte just gave us a speech about how she's not going to be distracted. She's going to get through this, and then she turns right around and misses a 10 count because she's staring at Ripley. And so they're going to try to tell us that Bliss is a championship contender after Charlotte loses to Ripley on Sunday night or vice versa. And we've all watched the show. We know that's crap. Asuka, I don't know what on earth. Asuka and... Rhea have a match later on. Rhea gives a promo in there about respecting people, which she hasn't shown that she does like in person. Asuka and her have another great matchup. They're really good together. They're two great workers. But Asuka's being used as a prop for a match between Charlotte and Ripley in the same way that we have um, Nikki being used here. Do we not have enhancement talent anymore? Well, now, if you want to talk about that, we did have the enhancement talent, I guess, because we had Mandy and uh, Dana Brooke in a backstage segment, which we'll just skip to that while we're talking. They are doing pictures and mad that people are training to wrestle, and that turns into uh, Natalia and Naomi and Na- uh, yeah, Kamina, Kamina, telling them, you know, if you're worried about wrestling as much as you do about looking good, you know, you wouldn't. Uh, I don't know. That turned into a fight backstage, and it was all right. I guess whatever. I kind of thought that we that the whole thing we were trying to do with Mandy and Dana was present them as people who are good looking but care about wrestling. Mm-hmm. And so they pivot. They pivoted on a dime there pretty quickly. And, and uh, are, are you? Uh, I bet this is some part of some long term storytelling, Kevin, that we're going to get that it's going to really get these characters over by showing how they, they kind of transition from being more looks-oriented, flash-oriented, to matte technicians. I think this is what we're going for. and It's going to play out over the next three or four months. Or, just hear me <laughs> out, or Mandy's going to get hemmed up looking in a mirror and Dana's going to get pinned. What? <laughs> I don't believe that'll really happen, but literally all of that is in play. <laughs> All those, either one of those things could happen. I just like what are we doing with 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 Charlotte and Ripley? You know they couldn't just hate each other. Now they do at the end of the. I thought that I did think that the Charlotte promo was good. I thought that after the Rhea Ripley match when Charlotte attacked her and that was one of the more original outfits I've seen a person wear. Whatever Charlotte had on right there. And yeah. hey, when you're in good shape, everything looks good on you. You know I'm not knocking it, but. And That's I thought, painting on golf. Yeah, if you if you're pretty, you can wear anything. Right, and so I thought for a second you you said Dolph, <laughs> <laughs> and then you said and then you said if you're pretty, and I was like, well, I mean, I, he is pretty. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dolph's a good looking guy. Good for him. Anyway, uh, so. We wind up, you know, with this fisticuffs and, and Charlotte gets her nose bloodied and all that worked good. But so in, in a way, you know, the first 20 seconds was cool and the last, you know, 49, 50 seconds was cool. But everything in the middle was just like you didn't even need it, you know. And no. to have Oscar in something you don't need doesn't make sense either. 
and to eat a pen for something you don't need. Yeah, I, I just baffled at what we're doing here. It, it, it drives me crazy. <clears throat> now, moving on from those things, we just talked through a lot of the program right there. Um, we have speaking of bad booking, we'll we'll just stay on that as a thread for the <laughs> evening. <laughs> Not bad money. Yeah, bad booking. Jeff Hardy, John Morrison, and Cedric have a segment in which nobody looks good by the time it's over. Morrison wins a quick short match. The matchup was pretty good. But that was a setup for some reason for Cedric to come out, run his mouth at Hardy. And Hardy, who just got beat by Morrison, not only accepts a match right now, but puts his career on an impromptu career-on-the-line match at 7.35 on a Monday from a Hall of Famer. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. With no build-up, nothing. Nothing, we're just going to do that. So, did you think he was going to lose? I, I was really worried about his career, Kevin, that I'd never see Jeff Hardy again. At, wait, wait, no, that was so obvious. <laughs> Jesus Christ, people. Cedric Alexander, buddy, he didn't take long to fall right back down the ladder, did he? What are we doing with Cedric? I mean, that, that was the best we're, tag team in the company, what, a couple months ago? And, as soon as they kept, Vincent Mann, he, he was like, Hey, that's that guy I used to have a job all the time since he was out of the Hurt Business. And I love Cedric. Oh, he's I like Jeff. And when they wrestled, it wasn't bad. It's just, and of course Morrison and Jeff Hardy's good. You know, but what are we doing? Why is Jeff Hardy able to get up off the mat, have a second match, and beat this up-and-coming young lion? I don't get it. I don't, I, I just... I just don't why? get what we're doing. Oh, okay. And, then we, and again, now, I'm not going to try to beat this. I, I can't help it. Eva Marie and Naomi wind up being next, right? But it's not really Eva Marie, which I thought was a oh, cool yeah. swerve. They bring out... Um, I was fine with that. Piper Niven. But she walks uh-huh. out there and just squashes Naomi. Naomi, a former women's champion, one of the best female wrestlers you got on your roster, who's been just abused since she came back. Right, right. And so, can I can I pro, can I try to save this segment and how it could have been done? Maybe maybe uh-huh. not should have, but could have been done. You do the same segment, right? You do the same segment, but the bell never gets rung. Piper comes out, walks around the ring. You don't even let people know that she's the competitor. Really, they're standing there, and before the bell rings, Piper grabs Naomi from behind, thrashes her. And match gets canceled, walked off. They tell you that Piper Niven will have her first match in WWE against Naomi next week, and they get to have, you know, seven minutes. Naomi gets a little bit in. Piper wins, looks like a killer. And Eva Marie is still the manager of this person. Right? Or And it's funny because you say that. Because you know where I actually saw that booking this week? Where's that? Just about... On SmackDown with Otis and Dawkins. You know, I didn't even think about that. I didn't because I because I because I wrote this before watching SmackDown. But yeah, and it worked, didn't it? It worked fine. Dawkins doesn't look bad because he got jumped. Mm-hmm. Pre-match, right. Otis looks like a murder machine. Yeah. You know, Chad Gable looks like a genius. Yeah. Everybody looks good. Everybody looks good. And instead, you have, you know, uh, 
the evolution looks good. And I, and I, hey, I'm really happy about Piper. Another thing confused me. Did you hear Corey or somebody acting like they didn't know who Piper Niven was? Yeah, that's stupid. Vince doesn't give him the well, network. I, I don't think so. They have to pay extra for it, like travel expenses and health insurance. I mean, when they all went to Europe and the NXT does those shows in tents and stuff like that, um, weren't they on the same plane? <laughs> I hate that stuff. Well, Commander Aziz, who is this giant man? I was pretty sure it's that dude I was watching was, the Raw Underground about three right. or four months ago. He was wrestling in the basement for like a year. <laughs> Gabacato is what y'all were calling him. Shane, I've got pictures of him with Shane. Seven foot, 360 yeah, pounds. hard to miss. Y'all don't know who he is. <laughs> Y'all mystified by his presence. Who's this giant man? What? Anyway. Who's, who's this new up-and-coming female? Well, I don't know. She's been over in NXT UK for uh, a long time now. Right. Now, we do sell the uh, tag team division a little bit here. And we have created a a new tag team that will. It looks, man, it feels like the new day is disbonding, and maybe not, and maybe not with animosity. Like I hope that they do what, what, what we kind of alluded to wanting, where Kofi and um, Woods wind up wrestling as a, you know they're still a faction, but they wrestle in singles competition more. Uh-huh. We get a great matchup between them and RK Bro. Uh, RK Bro winds up going over. Woods looks good. Kofi looks good. Kofi doesn't eat the pin. Uh, Woods does his uh, front roll leap into an RKO, which was a nice setup there for the loss. You have Randy looking almost like as, as happy as Randy manages to look while he's on set. And, mm-hmm. and Riddle just completely smitten with what the whole – and so then you got um, the end of this, it seems, which you never know with this company. But, again, I'd love to see Woods go after Sheamus. And I really hope that we're getting this. We're going to we're gonna get there because I think towards the end we'll just go through the whole uh, Lashley-Drew uh, bit. Yeah. Okay. So then we get well, – go ahead. Do you really think this is over for us? Have they ended a feud lately? Or do you think they're just going to keep beating this horse? Do you think, you mean, RKO, RK Bro versus Nudie? Yeah, I think it's over. I now, do. Who else is they going to face? Viking Raiders? The Vikings? Who are the, well. Aren't they the number one contenders? Have we seen them lately? Well, they're at the end of the show. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be the number one contender. So they'll have to face them, and they'll have to face, well, dude, they did, but we'll, so we'll uh, hold on. Alexa Bliss versus uh, Nia Jax winds up being no, 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 no. Oscar Ripley was next. We already talked about it. So then we get to Bliss and Jax. I thought this was fine. It was character driven setup match. You know, uh, she somehow puts Reginald in a trance, which was interesting. And uh, what did you think about all this? <laughs> There's ways you could do this and it'd be really cool, but they just are leaning way too much into the psychic stuff. You know, <laughs> I just think you could do this better. Right. It would be terrifying. She can, I mean, a little person like Chucky the doll is terrifying. 
if you if you if you play it right, she doesn't have to be eight feet tall to be a monster, you know. Right, and she also doesn't like if she was dude. It's totally different, but you know how uh, Nikki Cross at one time was booked to where you couldn't really put her down. That's that's exactly it right there. Because she was, you know, just so gung ho that she was Wolverine. Yeah, that she wouldn't stay there. Like maybe you get her down for three seconds, but you'd have a hell of a time getting there, and then she'd be back up ready to fight as soon as it's over, you know. And you yeah. could do that and lean away from superpowers. Although I guess that ship sailed once she started throwing fire at Randy Orton. So why'd she stop throwing fire? Maybe Baszler will be Kane. Maybe that's where we're going with Baszler's character. She's going to come out as Kane after Bliss burns her. Oh yes, yes, this is. Probably where we're going. <laughs> okay, we're gonna talk about something that didn't make any sense. Elias versus oh. Jackson Ryder, Riker, and this is <laughs> yes. this is booked to us at this point when they're walking to the ring. We are told this is a breakup where two people hate each other's guts, and they ring the bell and they just they rolling around, they're fighting, 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 and Riker's in the ring because they had rolled out of the ring fighting, and Elias elects to take a ten count and walks off. Now, Kevin, now, <laughs> why are you complaining? Because that was something different that hadn't they hadn't done yet in this this feud. They have that it was something that changed the game a little. Wait, wait a minute, my bad, Kevin. Didn't they do that last week? Exactly the same thing. I don't get it. I don't get it. Why? Why is Elias coward all of a sudden? Didn't Elias get beat up by Kevin, Braun Strowman? What? Didn't Elias get beat up by Braun Strowman just because Shane told him to? Yes, but he's afraid of Jackson Riker. Right, right. I, I, I don't even want to talk about that. So let's go to so dumb. Let's go to the, I guess the main event of the evening. Now, <laughs> you you get um. I've never heard that said more derisively. <laughs> well, you, the main event of the evening, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how else to put it. Um, this program we have here, we have a Drew McIntyre promo. He talked about William Wallace, I thought. Is that right? I think so. Or Robert the Bruce. Just barely. What on earth are we doing here? And Scottish history lesson. Yes, thank you, Drew. And so then we move on to MVP, who does a little, we ain't trying to fight tonight. That's Drew's thing. Which of course means we're going to fight tonight, right? And then, of course. And then you have the the spectacular segment at post the Kofi loss, the New Day loss, where MVP walks up and he says, "Hey man, you know, if you if you want to know where your problem is," and Kofi's like, "I know, I know, I have to look in the mirror," and he says, "No, no, you just got to look to the left." <laughs> <laughs> and Woods. With the whole, can you hurry this up? I need to go. I need to get a bowl of water for your mom. <laughs> wow. And then, of course, there um, are some shining gems in all this stuff. Oh, dude! MVP is 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 gold. Right. Today is gold. And, and, RK Bro is gold. Yeah. And then you and have that's what pisses me off. Well, and you have great wrestlers just scattered throughout the whole show. You know, when they ring the bell, it's usually pretty good. It's just what they do oh, yeah. with it, you know. But you have 
you know, Kofi giving the whole I am who I am because of these people who make me thing, which is what he said last time around on this, which was which was good. But then, of course, MVP said, okay, man, look, I ain't trying to – I'm not trying to upset you. And then Wood says, hey, we got places to be. He's I get it. I get it. You know, I'll uh, – I'll leave. I just want to, before I go, I want to, you know, wish you well on your match this weekend. Oh, that's right. You're not even on the show, are you, Kofi? My bad. My bad. I know. And he walks off. And Kofi looks, I don't think Kofi will lean into being in the hurt business, but uh, Kofi does have that look. And the cool thing about. I would love villainous Kofi. Oh. I, I would love, I would love villain Kofi. Right. But what, I get that. But what I want is the Kofi redemption climb into SummerSlam right now. Oh, I can see that. That's what I want. And I, I think we may get it, and it would really save the whole summer because this has been something they've been telling us a story about. Now, that being said, of course, they'll have a draft and just send Kofi for whatever reason to SmackDown. But... <laughs> Best place he could go is SmackDown. <laughs> right. They'll write it right. Get um, your ass off Raw. Right. But then we so then we wind up with um, a match here where Lashley's crew sets up an MVP lounge that the competitors have to walk through. Drew is in the ring. AJ Styles is going to wrestle Drew, and this winds up being some kind of weird thing where the Viking Raiders run out to save, and Lashley runs out. And so next thing you know, we have Lashley going to get changed because of course he's going to be in this finishing match. We have some pretty good action in a main event matchup here. We have really good competitors in the Viking Raiders. We have extremely good wrestler in Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. AJ Styles is one of the great wrestlers in history. Almost as big. Um, and they tell that story of almost his bigness as he gets rid of the Raiders. And we isolate Drew McIntyre. All of this... All of this happens. This is 20 or so minutes. A whole show built around. Drew McIntyre, one man, versus your tag team champions and your heavyweight mm-hmm. champion. And your heavyweight champion is beating this man twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kevin, yes, yes. Three on one. Three on one, Kevin. Baby face, one move. Kick to the grill, one, two, three, it's over. Again, world champ out right. cold. World champ, professional MMA fighter, uh, greatest wrestler of his generation, and a dude who I don't know if you could claim more that guy unless he bends over for you. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and good lord, dude, they're just terrible. <laughs> I don't. Why? I just don't. Why would why why would you bury your own town? You, they just don't think they like. Well, it, it's just it's just that sounds cool. It's what it sounds like to me. In, in the what if he beat three dudes? You well, know. Well, here's the thing. I don't perceive Drew like it. You know how you know the stories of Jeff Jarrett and Vince Russo and Hogan and Hogan's supposed to lose, and that's how Booker T winds up winning the championship at the pay per view. Yeah. Because Hogan keeps refusing to lose, and so eventually Russo walks out there and says, just lay down, and he does. Well, supposedly Russo sent people to Hogan 
and Hogan had creative control. And and Hogan admitted in uh, Booker T's doc that he utilized his creative control. And Hogan said, no, you know, they, he was like, we'll have, you know, you get hit with a guitar, somebody else will come in and hit you, you'll lose. Hogan said, no. So he said, okay, go down and tell him that we'll have the whole locker room jump him. <laughs> tell him we'll have the whole locker room jump him, drag him to the ring, He'll still fight back. Jared will still have to cheat. And then Jared goes over. I was no, I'm winning the belt. <laughs> and he was like, dude, I'm booking you like King Kong. And you won't yes. take the pin. You won't play. Yeah. And it feels like that's what Drew is doing. But I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe Drew McIntyre has anything has no to control. do with this, I don't think he's sitting no. around saying I should beat three guys at one time every if, week. If this isn't Vince McMahon, it's whatever fifteen-year-olds they haven't created that think that this is, you know, cool. I don't know. Well, it, it can't. It it has to. I mean, it has to be somehow the up the higher hierarchy because this is how Roman was booked. This is how Seth was booked. This is how Drew. Yeah. Was booked. This is how the Ultimate Warrior was booked. This is how Hulk Hogan was booked. You know what I mean? Like it, it there's yeah. this consistency here. It's how John Cena was booked. You know, and it's why it's how it's how you know every why main guy, Cena? right? And, and yeah. the funny, okay, so Ray has kind of given up on 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 Raw. You know, I get it. I can understand. He's thir- that. he's thirteen. He's outgrown it, um, <laughs> which makes me feel so bad because I'm fifty, um, but. Uh, so he walks out there and he's sitting there with me watching him. And he says, now correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Drew the main event of WrestleMania two years ago and the main event of WrestleMania last year, the main event of Hell in a Cell two years ago and the main event? Yeah. You're, and, he was, and Drew was in the main programs leading into WrestleMania. So Drew has been mm-hmm. the main event now. Is that, is that 24 months, 25 months? Mm-hmm. Seriously? I'm, I'm certain nobody's going to get tired of that. <laughs> and he's, and you know, they limited him to, to, to two segments in this show. A lot of times he'll be three segments, four segments. Oh, yeah. You know, they'll send him home and have him walk around the whole show beating people up. If they offer to send him home, you know for a fact he's going to get seven or eight segments in this show. Oh, yeah. And it ain't Drew's fault. It really ain't. It's not. It is not. And when you ring the bell at that hell in a cell, this pay-per-view is going to be great. I'm not a huge fan of, and we'll talk about at the end of the SmackDown review, we'll, we'll do predictions and all that. So if you want to listen to that show, I recommend it. But Because um, we're going to be so much better than we were on this one. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but... That, that it's going to be a great pay per view. The Hell in a Cell match between Roman and, and, and Ray was great the other night. By the way, Roman Reigns getting Father's Day off slick. Kudos, that was slick, wasn't it? Kudos to you, Roman, for suggesting that one. <laughs> hey, we got a lot of matches on Sunday. What if I just do mine now since I'm already here? <laughs> yeah. I'll see you next Friday. <laughs> Ray, you're gonna take a hell of a bump. You're welcome. You're getting the weekend off. Yep, we worked it out. 
Don't worry, they I got dominate. I got you a bed to land on. You're good, brother. But yeah, it's going when you ring the bell, Bobby and Drew are going to destroy it. I was so sick and tired of the Randy Orton Drew McIntyre program, and they had a fantastic Hell in a Cell match. This is going to be the same same thing. Great. Ripley and Charlotte well, are going to have. A, I've never. It's not the matches. No. If you take the matches singularly and just look at them, they're great matches. Absolutely. The problem is, I saw it six times in a row. Right. Nothing's good six times in a row. Right. The uniqueness of Hunter looking at Batista and said, "You beat me, but you never went through me." Hell in a cell. Was uh-huh. it? We didn't see that all the time back then. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what made it a great program. The the greatness of the trilogy between these two wrestlers can't be great if the trilogy happens every time these wrestlers get in a program together. Yes. Sometimes you got to have a one-off. Sometimes you got to have, you know, uh, things that don't. You know, it's it just. It's like. It's like a pit. It's like a, you know a pitcher that always got a fastball. If all you got is a fastball, they're gonna hit you, man. You know, you've uh-huh. got to be able to give me other stuff to be successful. It just well, and don't get me wrong, they're successful. And again, I, I don't, I, I sound like I hate this show. I don't hate this show. It just tonight, this a show that normally I can get through with some laughs and giggles. This one, for whatever reason, just really rubbed me the wrong way. And you know, like I said, I do, I am very much looking forward to Sunday night because the wrestling's always great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So let's wrap this thing up, man. For me, for my man, Justin, this has been a Go Home Heat production of a fabulous episode of Raw <laughs> from the amazing sports entertainment company, w, uh, WWE. Uh, Go Home Heat, copyright 2021. Visit our friends at the GIN Project, the G-I-N-N Project.com. What would you say there, Justin? I said go home. <laughs>